Hello. Welcome to another episode of Skincare Made Simple. I'm your host, Ella Elston. I'm a licensed esthetician turned stay-at-home mama. So I've left the spa and now take clients virtually, host rooms on the social app Clubhouse, post a whole lot on Instagram, and now do a skincare podcast so we can make skincare simple again. There's so many and tricks and bits of advice out there to follow, and it can be hard to know which ones will be right for your skin. So let's get back to the basics and make healthy, clear, radiant skin accessible to everyone. Hello and welcome back to Skincare Made Simple. This is episode two where we are going to be talking all about skin types. We're going to be talking about the four main skin types today. And then in the next episode, we're going to be talking about two more imposter skin types. Let's start with talking about what the four skin types are. So your skin type is genetic. There are some events in life like pregnancy and menopause that cause a hormonal shift large enough to slightly change your skin type. But ultimately, your skin will be dry, oily, combination, or normal. These are the only four skin types that there are. And again, it is genetic. So let's start with normal skin. Normal skin is the least common of the four skin types and actually the goal for the other three. Normal skin is pretty balanced with the oil and the dry areas. Nothing's really overly oily, overly dry. Large pores are typically not a concern for normal skin. You may be able to see some of them, but it's nothing crazy. Normal skin can get a little drier in the winter and a little more oily in the summer, but it's typically nothing crazy. Now, with that, you still need to take care of normal skin. Even if you're not dealing with any excess oil, any areas that are overly dry, typically not acne prone, you still need to take care of your skin. So at this point, the goal with normal skin is just to maintain it. We just want to keep it as healthy as we can. So we still need to use a gentle cleanser morning and night. We still need to use a simple moisturizer morning and night. And then we also sunscreen every single day. A few things you can add in would be maybe a hydrating serum in the winter. You can have a spot treatment or a pimple patch on hand for if you get a hormonal breakout or a stress breakout, anything like that. And then maybe adding in a retinol or a gentle chemical exfoliant once or twice a week to help age gracefully. Nothing crazy. We're just maintaining and making sure that we age properly. So normal skin's pretty simple in that aspect. Now let's move on to oily skin. Oily skin's a lot more common, and it typically has three main concerns. So with oily skin, obviously, one of the concerns is excess of sebum or oil on the skin. Duh. Typically, with oily skin, one of the biggest complaints is the large pores. And then also, typically, oily skin is a bit more acne-prone. Now, a lot of times we see most of the oil gather in the T-zone. That is going to be on your forehead and down the center of the face. That's also where we're going to see the largest pores. However, oily skin can be oily all over. So with that, we are going to see a raise in acne, which is going to be caused by a clogging of the pores from the excess sebum and a naturally thicker barrier layer which that is a good thing. We're going to talk more about the barrier layer in episode four, 
but the barrier layer is the top layer of your epidermis, so it is going to help you age a little more gracefully naturally as well, which is great. So there are pros to having oily skin. It is, however, if it gets too thick, going to cause more clogged pores. So that's where the acne comes. So with that, we typically see a lot of products that are geared towards oily, acne-prone skin will be exfoliating. They'll have salicylic acid. They'll have benzoyl peroxide. Everything will be targeted to clear up that acne. What that ends up doing is causing an over-exfoliation, which then causes more acne. So with our oily skin, the goal is balance, of course, for all the skin types. We want to a gel or a foaming cleanser. Gel and foaming cleanser are going to help to control the oil. You do not need any sort of exfoliant, salicylic acid, anything like that in your daily cleanser. So a simple gel or foaming cleanser. We want to go with a gel-based moisturizer. I'm going to keep it nice and simple, gel-based moisturizer. Look for one with niacinamide in it. Niacinamide is great for brightening the skin, helping to control that excess sebum. It's going to help with the acne as well. So it is not an exfoliant. It's going to be a nice soothing ingredient that will also help to control the oil. So a gel-based moisturizer with niacinamide, a foaming or gel cleanser, and your sunscreen. Now it is good with oily acne-prone skin to have a salicylic acid on hand pretty much at all times. This is something that you will use every three to four nights. And then throwing in a retinol will also be a great idea. Fun fact, retinol was actually originally discovered and tested for acne, not aging. So if you are acne-prone, oily skin, have a salicylic acid serum. Salicylic acid works best when it's left on the skin, not washed off. So have a salicylic acid serum and a retinol. Alternate them, use them every two to three nights, and you will be fantastic. But other than that, we want to keep it very simple, and you'll be great. But that foam or gel-based cleanser and gel-based moisturizer with niacinamide will be key. We don't want to put anything too heavy on the skin. That goes with your sunscreen as well. We want to keep our sunscreen nice and simple for oily skin also. Using a mineral sunscreen for oily skin would also be a great idea because zinc oxide, which is the main ingredient for mineral sunscreens, will help to control oil as well. So it'll soothe the skin. It'll help to control oil. It'll be great. So with that, oily skin, again, super simple. Now let's talk about dry skin. Dry skin is basically going to be the opposite. Typically, the pores are invisible. Typically, you are not going to see your pores if you have dry skin. It can feel tight or uncomfortable, especially in the fall and winter when it gets a little bit colder outside. It can also typically be a little sensitive. So dry skin, just like the opposite of oily skin, has a thinner, weakened barrier layer naturally. Like I said, this barrier layer is what protects us from environmental factors and water loss. So having a weakened barrier layer means that all of those harmful environmental factors, pollutants, dirt, oil, debris, anything that can cause any sort of sensitivity can get to our skin a little bit easier. So we want to make sure that we are doing what we can to build up that barrier layer again. So again, barrier layer, we will cover a whole lot more in episode four, but to rebuild that barrier layer, we want to look for things like ceramides, and we want to look for things like squalene, hyaluronic acid, and probiotics in your skincare. 
these are going to be great for your moisturizers. Look for moisturizers that have all of those, ceramides, hyaluronic acid, uh, probiotics, and also squalene. Then we want to look for, with our cleanser, we want to look for a creamy, oily, or milky cleansers. These are going to be the three formulas that will target hydrating and will help to sort of ease that discomfort. We're not looking for that squeaky clean feeling. We're looking for a comfortable hydrated feeling. So we also, since we have that naturally thinner barrier layer, we don't want to exfoliate quite as much. Once a week with a very gentle exfoliant is just fine. Also with our retinol, if you have dry skin, if you've never used a retinol and you're wanting to incorporate one, start with the lowest dose you can find or a Bacuchiol. Bacuchiol is a naturally derived retinol alternative that is great for sensitive skin, great for dry skin, great for anyone who is just starting with a retinol. It shows the same results or very similar results as retinol in clinical studies. So if you've never used a retinol before, you have dry skin and you want to incorporate a retinol, start with a Bacuchiol, use that bottle up completely so your skin has plenty of time to get used to it, and then slowly work your way up in strength of retinol. So we don't want to go in with the strongest retinol we can find. Typically, it just means more sensitivities. Ease your skin into it. So with that, dry skin. We want to be delicate with our skin if it is dry. We want to make sure that we are looking for an oily, milky, or creamy cleanser. Those are going to be your key words there. Then for your moisturizer, you want to look for one that has ceramides. We want to look for peptides as well. And then hyaluronic acid, probiotics, and also squalene. Those are going to be wonderful ingredients to have in your moisturizer. You don't need all of them. Find a moisturizer that you like, that fits your budget, that has a couple of those keywords and those ingredients. We want to look for them pretty high up on the ingredient list. Find a moisturizer that has some of those, and then you're great. We also want to make sure that we are using our sunscreen every single day. Everybody needs to use a sunscreen every day. There are a couple brands that have more hydrating sunscreen, so those will be nice as well. You can use a chemical sunscreen. You can use a mineral sunscreen. It's a personal preference choice on that. We want to make sure that we are exfoliating maybe once a week. We want to be very gentle with our dry skin. Once we build up that barrier layer more, we will be able to exfoliate more. But just ease yourself into it. Same with the retinol. Ease yourself into it. You can use your retinol every fourth night and then work your way up from there. But again, we want to keep it very simple. There's nothing crazy that you need to do for your dry skin. A hydrating sleep mask would be a fantastic option once or twice a week as well, just to give your skin that extra moisture, especially in the fall and winter. So that being said, that is dry skin. So that leaves us with one skin type left. So that is going to be the most common skin type, combination skin. Combination skin is any combination of dry, oily, and normal. So you can have combination oily skin that is oily in the t-zone and then either dry or normal on the cheeks and perimeter of the face or you can have a combination dry oily that is going to be oily in the t-zone and then super dry on the cheeks and perimeter of the face or you can have a combination dry skin tone where you have pretty much an, a normal t-zone and then it's dry on the cheeks and perimeter of the face so with this so with this, take what I just said for dry skin and oily skin and sort of make them work 
for your skin type. Now, if you have oily combination skin where your T-zone is oily, basically treat it as oily skin. Same goes for if you have combination dry skin, treat it as if you have dry skin. Now, the tricky part is when you have combination oily dry skin. This is kind of a pain to deal with, not going to lie, but totally doable. There is a method called multi-masking, which is going to be fantastic for you. This is going to be where you take two or three different masks and you use them in specific areas on the face. So you're not using them all over the face. Of course, this is not an everyday thing. This is like a once a week thing, but it will help significantly. So let's say you're super oily in your T-zone. A clay or charcoal mud mask, that sort of thing would be great for you. So in those areas on your T-zone, that's where you would put that mask. Now, if your cheeks and the perimeter of your face are really dry, something like a Greek yogurt probiotic mask or an oatmeal mask, anything like that would be wonderful. So just put those in the area that's your super dry. Let them sit for however long those masks are supposed to sit. Typically 15 to 20 minutes is a normal mask masking time and then remove them. So you don't have to use one mask all over your face. If you have a sheet mask, and you're wanting to do that, you can actually cut up the sheet mask and just put it in the specific areas that you want. So little tip there, multi-masking is going to be great for combination skin. As far as cleansers go for a combination oil dry skin, you're gonna wanna go for a gel-based or a creamy-based cleanser. This is going to be sort of your middle ground and really just pick which area is bothering you more. If your dry skin is more uncomfortable and you're only slightly oily, go for the creamy cleanser. If you're super oily and only just a little bit dry, go for the gel cleanser. It's really going to be up to your specific skin. Now a foaming cleanser will be way too drying if you have any dry areas. Just like a milky cleanser will typically be way too hydrating for your oily areas. So dry skin is a lack of oil. Oily skin is an excess of oil. So you've got to find that balance there. And whichever area bothers you more, target that. We're not trying to solve all the problems all at once. Unfortunately, that's just not possible. Pick one issue, figure that one out, and then move on to the next one. So those are going to be our four skin types. We've got oily skin, dry skin, combination skin, normal skin, and that's it. It's really, really that simple, I promise. Just like in the first episode where we talked about our base routine, everyone needs to cleanse, everyone needs to moisturize, everyone needs to wear a sunscreen every single day, rain or shine, inside, outside. So with that being said, our next episode, we're going to talk about these imposter skin types. There are two of them and uh, you'd be surprised. So that episode is already up. So you can go ahead and give that one a listen as well. As always, I appreciate you listening to Skincare Made Simple. If you found this interesting, if you learned something, I would love to hear about it. Make sure you connect with me over on Instagram. I've got a link down below. I also have a link down below to my shop, my shelf, which there are two really fun features there. One of them is my consults. So I've got two different consults linked down below that gives me a little more information about your skin. It's a little quiz you fill out and then I can give you my feedback and specific product recommendations for you. The other option there is if you don't want to do the consult, you can also shop my shelf. So I have all of my favorite skincare products linked on different shelves, if you will, 
based on different skin types and skin concerns. So it makes it a little bit easier to go shopping with all of the hundreds of thousands of products out there. These are the ones that I pick for my absolute favorite. I'm constantly adding new lists and if there's a shelf that I don't have that you think I should, let me know. I'll happily create more shelves. Yes, all of the shelves, all of the products are commissioned links, but I can choose from literally any product in the world. So it is all completely my opinion. Those are going to be our links down below. If you found this helpful, if you just enjoyed hanging out with me today, I would appreciate it so much if you save the podcast, download the podcast, send it to whoever, all of the things. It means a lot to me. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will talk to you in the next episode.